Hey folks, Jim Thomas here, Fitness Management and Consulting, and I appreciate you being here at the channel today. And for those of you that have not yet done so, please hit that subscribe button. And if you like the content that's provided, you know, please hit that like button as well. Now, our topic for you today, it's branding ideas that you may have forgotten about that will work for every gym. So let's take a look at some of these. Are you doing them? Are you not doing them? Are you looking for additional ways to brand your gym? If you're looking for different ways to advance and expand into the marketplace, here's some branding tips that you indeed may have forgotten about. So number one on our list is business cards. I mean, how many folks are, are currently using business cards? I mean, when you think about it, um, you know, that one business card that you hand out that that might get be that might get returned, you know, that might be the one that, you know, gets the sale that you're looking for, gets the opportunity that you're looking for, and helps you move forward. And what I would suggest with business cards is certainly, you know, have your business card, make it a nice one, make it a nice quality business card, view this you know, like it's the billboard for your company, okay? Or the billboard for you, you know, as an individual. And then make sure you use the back of it. I know in the back of my business card, you know, we use our business slogan, you know, when the going gets tough, the smart get help. You know, you could put, you know, your business slogan on the back of your card. It could be an offer. It could be, hey, bring in this uh, card for a free week, okay? But use business cards, hand them out, get them out to as many people as you can, and with that said, one of the things too that I would suggest is get in the habit of collecting business cards. You know, wherever you go, always ask for that card. Because when you get that card, you know, what do you get? You get a physical address that so you can mail something to. You get an email address. You get a cell phone for a call or for a, a text message. And you may get a landline, you know, for, for an additional way to contact somebody. So a business card really can offer a lot of opportunities for you both directions. You know, accepting one, and handing them out. So if you're not using that, if you've forgotten about that one, that'd be a good one to try. Uh, number two, snail mail. I mean, the U.S. Postal Service. You know, one of the great things about uh, about snail mail, about the U.S. Postal Service, you know, it's not used near as much as it, it once was, you know, for you know clear reasons, right? Um, and because of that, there's not as much in the mailbox. So now you can get you can get seen better than ever. Um, you know, you can easily geo-target uh, uh, snail mail. Uh, you can uh, easily, you know, get this stuff out on a daily basis. Um, some of the things that I would suggest, and certainly, I mean, I would look at direct mail and things of that nature. Uh, if you choose to, you can extract, you know, your current member base when you mail. That may be a benefit to you. Um, you know, when you geo-target this, and here's the here's the areas you want to go. You might be targeting certain educational levels. You might be targeting certain income levels. Um, there's going to be very little opt-out, you know, like you might have on emails. And so this is going to get out and going to be effective for you. Now, <clears throat> the other thing that I would talk about on snail mail is things like sending out thank you cards when a customer joins. You know, what's more personal? You know, what are they going to remember more? You know, that thank you card they get in the mail or another hundred emails, you know, that they get. Okay. So, you know, the thank you card, the thank you card when they bring in a friend. Okay, the thank you card for renewing. You know, maybe it's a, a, a happy birthday card. Maybe it's a membership anniversary date. But don't forget to use you know snail mail as a as an opportunity. You know, that's one that a lot of folks forget about, and one that many folks don't really do. Uh, number three, 
is uh, you know public speaking opportunities. You know this is an easy one to kind of forget because you know after coming out of the pandemic, not a lot of this was available. And but you know let's get back into that. Let's get back into public speaking. I mean, you know, I would I would compare you know public speaking opportunities. It's like you know writing an article or writing a blog and you know giving it a vitamin B shot. I know you know many times you know when I've had a chance to get out and speak either at conventions or shows or you know networking events or whatever. You know, invariably, you'll get a crowd of people afterwards, you know, asking lots of questions. This is a great way to, you know, collect business cards, uh, you know, get to know more folks, you know, set up future meetings. But, you know, get out there and, and do public speaking. And the best thing that I would recommend on any kind of public speaking that you might do is make it a how-to event. You know, teach them something, okay? You know, give folks something of value. So start looking at some of that. Uh, and you might look at, uh, you know, check out a website, meetup.com, M-E-E-T-U-P.com, meetup.com. That's a great place to look for, um, for networking events. Uh, you can look for, you know, Toastmasters, you know, type opportunities. Or you could put yourself out there and and just offer to uh, to do uh, to do uh, you know, speaking engagements, you know, for local businesses about just about the benefits of fitness, the benefits of exercise, the benefits of team building. So uh, use public speaking. Let's don't forget about that one. Uh, number four, uh, testimonials and social proof. You know, testimonials and social proof. I think we all kind of know about this one. A lot of folks, this becomes almost an afterthought sometimes. But, you know, ask for testimonials. You know, give social proof. Okay, you know, this is what helps build trust. And, you know, if you're talking, um, you know, lead generation, say off your website or on the internet, I mean, trust is a crucial, el crucial element, it's crucial in anything, right? But it's certainly going to be uh, true on the internet. But, you know, testimonials and social proof. And, you know, what, what I would consider right now, if you've not done it, I mean, depending on where you like to get referrals, you know, if it's Google My Business, which is a great one, um, if you're using Facebook for this, uh, if you're using Yelp, uh, if you like to get them on LinkedIn, you know, whatever you might, uh, might like. And I, th I think for many gyms, I think Google My Business is a great one. You know, Facebook is going to be a great one. And, and start with your best members. Hey, you know, you've been a member with us for quite some time. You know, appreciate you being here. If, if, you, if you've enjoyed being a member, hey, we'd appreciate a review. And give them the link. You can go to Google My Business, and it'll actually give you a link that you can send out. And so it makes it very easy to do, to kind of build this. And this is going to help you show up in search. It's going to give you more credibility. It's going to help build trust. And it's going to help people you know, feel more comfortable in uh, wanting to respond to you. But so make sure we're working that. Don't ignore that one. Um, you know, social proof, you know, the testimonial aspect of it, use it across the board. Um, number five, you know, promoting a community event or local charity. Um, you know, this one, I think everyone kind of knows there's a lot of benefit to this. And, and certainly there's a lot of additional benefit. I mean, you could think about setting up an actual nonprofit and making this a a, a regular thing that kind of feeds into your regular business uh, that could be another conversation we could have but um, but promoting a community event or local charity you know is getting get involved with local charities you know I, I know we've done over the years you know we've had you know what I might call like family style picnics on July 4th Memorial Day Labor Day you know things like this and um, you know we're having big cookouts and all this and of course we get a lot of food donated from you know local businesses and we're out there cooking up food and we're selling plates of food and and all that money goes to a local charity 
Okay, and so you can, you know, via press release, you can announce this, and certainly via promotion, and and certainly we tie it back into membership specials and getting people to sign up as well. But get involved in the community, get involved uh, in local charities. Okay, it's one of the things that sometimes we do get uh, away from, you know, particularly for kind of under pressure um, and we, we feel some stress, we kind of lose sight of some of that. So that's another one that you may indeed have forgotten about. Now, number six, okay, number six on my list, you know, this may be one you want to forget about, or at least a lot of folks do, is making outbound calls. If we've forgotten about it, you know, let's get back to it. If we've intentionally forgot about it or kind of excused it away, let's go back and look at it. I mean, too many folks, hey, I want to text, I want to email, and you're just never going to do business by texting an email as far as getting something done. That's a component, but you have to talk to people. Get in the habit of making outbound phone calls, okay? You know, learn how to do it properly, okay? I can give you a couple things, a couple tips on making these outbound calls. You know, of course, you know, when we make the call, we identify ourselves. Number two, ask permission to speak. Mary, did I catch you at a good time? You know, ask permission. Most people will say yes. Okay. You know, number three, it's kind of a rapport building stage, is we want to build a bridge of trust by talking about something we have in common. Number four is our fact finding. You know, we want to, hey, what problem can we help them solve? And then it's kind of our sales message. Hey, Mary, sounds like we should get together and chat. And so it can be very simple, you know, if we approach it that way, but please don't lose sight of making the outbound phone call. Okay, this is something a lot of folks have forgotten about. In some cases, I think we've chosen to forget about it. Okay, so, you know, let's get back at it on that one. Um, number seven. And again, this hasn't necessarily been available uh, the last several months, but these things will start to come back. But attending local trade shows, you know, get involved with local trade shows because, you know, the, the great thing about the fitness industry is that there's nobody out there that can't benefit from this. Okay, no matter what their circumstances are, there's nobody that can't benefit. And you know, go to a, go go to work local trade shows. You know, you might co-op a booth with somebody. You might offer a free membership to be able to get inside a booth with somebody else, kind of looking for ways that that might save you money. And I, I can think of a time when when we were doing a um, uh, we were at a trade show. It was a one that was sponsored by a local radio station. And, uh, and it's just, we just had a booth with nothing really fancy. I mean, I think we had a bike and, you know, maybe a, a chair massage and that kind of thing. And people were registering to win uh, a free one-year membership, which we were going to give away once a quarter. And then everyone who did register got two free weeks. And we were down there for the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. And, and we came away from that with like over a thousand leads. And uh, of course, in my situation, I had a, a full phone room that was calling those folks. So we were pretty efficient with that. But, uh, you know, we got over a thousand leads and boy, all of a sudden, boy, appointments are sky high, sales are sky high. And so, you know, these local trade shows uh, can work extremely well for you. So take a look at some of these. These are some things that, you know, a lot of times we forget about. Um, we think, oh, they don't work anymore. But, you know, we see them work over and over and over for folks that, uh, you know, continue to use them. So, folks, I appreciate you watching today. Uh, my name's Jim Thomas. My company's Fitness Management and Consulting. And actually, we have a blog on this subject. Uh, 
you know, branding ideas you may have forgotten about that will work for every gym. You can find that blog, you know, on our website at fmconsulting.net. You can find it on our LinkedIn page. You can find it on Medium, uh, medium.com. And all these links are below. You can click those links and find the blog if you want to repost that or use that for some other purposes. And then also I would encourage each of you, you know, if you have questions, if you have uh, topics you would like to have discussed here on the channel, if there's certain training elements you'd like to see discussed here in the channel, you know, drop it in the comments below. Uh, feel free to email me direct. My email's um, in the box below. Or also you can hit me up on Twitter, you know, at Jim, G-Y-M, at Jim Consultant. And, uh, you know, these could be some of the next topics that we can explore here on the channel. And then also, if you've not yet done so, click the link below, get added to our email newsletter. You know, we'll keep you updated on what's happening in the industry, you know, what the opportunities are, and how you can uh, move your business forward. So folks, again, my name is Jim Thomas. My company is Fitness Management and Consulting. Appreciate y'all being here at the channel today.